What is up? Welcome into Lambo Speak, episode 20. It's a week seven reaction to the Broncos Packers game. I'm Nate Wallen. You can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore dirt 19. I'm joined by Mr. Bobby Winter. You can find him on Twitter at Bobby A. Winter. You can find the show on Twitter at Toilets Titles. Bobby, what's up, buddy? It was a really disappointing loss. Um, yep. Coming out of the bye, you would expect them to have a plan i mean obviously they had a plan uh there was a, a couple of things which we'll get into later but i mean this was one of the worst teams in football this was supposed to be a get right game and it I, they lost they lost to one of the worst teams in football which what does that say about the packers man they were one of the worst teams in football right you know so they are um yeah you know it was i don't know there's a lot that went wrong. Um, I keep telling myself, uh, you know, like, like we've said in the past, you know, every week, you know, it's, it, we're here to evaluate things this year, this, that, and the other, but you know, it, it's, it's hard as a fan to not be somewhat excited, you know, every week, especially when you have a, a team like the Broncos that have looked like poo, you know, uh, for the most part. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. Uh, before we get going, though, I do want to say, um, if if you're new to the show, make sure you're checking us, uh, like, and, like and subscribe it. We would appreciate that on YouTube. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, if you want to look at the rest of our content uh, from any of our other shows, uh, check out our website, toadstiles.com. There's all of our articles, mock drafts, player rankings, uh, everything we do, all our pre- player profiles for the draft will be on there as well. Um, er- everything's there, so check it out. Um, and if you want to interact with the team, um, get into our giveaway we got going on. Um, it's for a Yeti cooler. Um, there'll be some more details coming out about that. But uh, if you join our Gilded chat, uh, like I'm just talking about, it's free to join. Uh, that gets part of your entry, I guess, set up. Um, but, yeah, we talk about everything football in there, NFL, um, gambling, DFS, just you name it, it's in there. Uh, Rich, what's up, dude? Rich is my guy. Um, we have a show on Wednesday nights together. So uh, check that out. What Toilet Styles After Dark, that's usually about 10 or 10.30 Central time. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, not quite as PG as most shows. It's hard to keep this one PG the week after, we, the more we go because I get pretty annoyed. Um, yeah. You know, I'm sitting there at my house with my wife and my two boys watching this game, and I'm just like, gosh darn it. You know, and, like, <laughs> and Finley will say, gosh darn it, which is funny. Um, yeah. But you know it, it's 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 it feels like it's the same thing week after week. And I know I said to you before the show. Uh, luckily, it was only nine zero going into halftime. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what our plan is when we run eight plays in the first quarter. Um, it, it seems like it's the same thing week in week out. You know what are we we're averaging like what like a hundred yards in the first half. You know, luckily our defense played well enough, not against the run as a. Eh, I mean, they would, they average five, eight or five, nine, five, eight or five, seven, a carry or something like that, which is too much, but that's about what we do. Um, you know, they were only up nine zero. So like I told you, you know, it, if we could have just done anything at all in the first half, you know, there was one drive um, where we f- started getting a little momentum in the second quarter. Uh, Durs missed that field goal. You know, it was, it was destined to happen. You know, he'd gone, se- you know, six weeks, or, you know, five games, I guess, but um, being perfect, you know, so I, and I didn't expect that to continue. And I mean, it is what it is. 
you know, kickers miss. Um, I'm not putting anything on him like that. You know, there were, there were a couple good defensive plays. Um, I was also confused as to how it felt like we lost more guys in the bye week. You know, I, I thought Jair would be back. Um, Cortland Sutton ate up Carrington Valentine. Yeah. Um, you know, and him being in single coverage on, you know, and I know Sutton hasn't had that great of a year, but he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. You know, what, what we're doing in, and look, Judy was probably one-on-one, maybe it was just, you know, I know the coverage doesn't necessarily get rolled to those guys, but uh, it just seemed like some questionable stuff going on. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. So, I mean, I agree. I, I don't think you could blame Anders Carlson. Like obviously, yeah, if he made that kick, who knows how the game would have played out, but I mean, he missed it so early in the game that, I, I don't think the game plays out the, the exact same way. It's not as simple as just taking those three points and then adding them onto the scoreboard. Like the game would have played out differently if one team was ahead or if one team's behind, you know, like they adjust their strategy accordingly. It's not like he missed the last kick of the game. You know, he missed yeah. in the first half. So you can't lay, uh, lay any blame on him. He's been actually one of the better players on the team. Like you said, he's he's made every single kick up to that point. And then all the kicks he he attempted afterwards, he made. Um, so yeah, he's been a bright spot on this on this roster so far. And yeah, uh, the Carrington Valentine thing with uh, him covering—I uh, mean, I, again, I, I get he was like a preseason darling and he made the team and stuff like that. But I mean, he looked outclassed, and I, it kind of made me just wonder. I was like, where was Eric Stokes today? He was active, right? They took him off pup, and they just didn't put him on the field. Well, he, I saw in the second half, he was in street clothes. So I don't know if he had a setback or something. Cause I don't know if he ever got on the field today. Right. But was I mean, he, I, I mean, I'm saying, was he, was he, was he even, um, yeah. So was, was he active or was he dressed or what? Cause I, I, I know yeah. I saw him, um, in the second half, you know, in street clothes, but, um, yeah, it was very strange. Um, seeing him, you know, get taken off of pup being put on the active roster and then nowhere. I mean, even the announcers were talking, they're like, where is Stokes? You know what I mean? They thought that they'd put him in. Um, and that, that kind of leads me to the other thing with like uh, Carrington Valentine and also Keyshawn Nixon. Um, Keyshawn Nixon hasn't played well enough, I believe, to be a starting corner on, uh, on the team. No. I think he should be relegated back to special teams and maybe some of that offensive trick plays that they were, uh, thinking of putting him into, uh, I think taking him off the field, maybe making him like a backup corner, like he was last year could keep him fresher for being on special teams. Or if you want to incorporate him and, you know, give a spark to this offense, cause Lord knows it needs it. You know what I mean? Like they need to be thinking of every possible thing that they can do right now to change this offense. Um, which actually one thing I did notice that they did change, which I think that they should incorporate a little bit more was the design runs for Jordan Love. Um, they were very effective. Uh, I mean, me and you talked about this before the season even started, that we were surprised uh, when we were looking at uh, fantasy numbers, like how many rush attempts they expected for Jordan Love. We're like, this dude's athletic, right? Like, oh, yeah. more athletic than Aaron Rodgers. So, and Rodgers ran a decent amount in the beginning of his career. So, like, I was expecting Love to, to get a couple of carries, at least two, three, four, five a game. But there was a couple of design. There was two in this game and they both worked really well. Jordan love actually is pretty good with the ball in his hands. I think this whole like diving forward thing is kind of weird because they're still marking him shy 
you know, like when a quarterback dives they, or slides or whatever, they always mark it where the slide begins. So I, I don't like him diving head first all the time because it's not picking up at the extra yardage and everything. Um, but I, I think that, you know, obviously, yeah, he's not Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. But I think incorporating him into the run game could help. I mean, if anything, just to keep defenses honest, you know, if they have to start keeping somebody like a spy on him, it could it could open up the passing game a little bit more, you know. So it just even the threat of it, you know, if they were to use him more in that way, maybe some teams will start playing him differently and could help the passing game. Yeah, no, I think so. I and it was it was weird. The passing game seemed like, you know, he was twenty one of thirty one for one hundred eighty yards. He threw for the same as Russ Wilson did. Um, we had like the exact same amount of yards. They averaged five eight, and we were at like four something or other four seven. Um, and I will say AJ Dillon looked a lot better than he has. Um, yeah. But granted, their rush defense is like somehow worse than ours, if that's a thing. It wasn't really <laughs> worse than ours. Um, you know, so and I, I like I said he ran hard. He did. He he looked better than he has all year. I thought. Um, you know, Aaron Jones had eight carries um, and looked good on a couple of those. Um, yeah. You know. But it seemed like there were some shorter passes being thrown, um, you know, and I, I, a couple of them seem, and I, this drives me crazy. This isn't even just the Packers, but you know, when it's, when it's third down, what, why are you not running past the sticks? What's the point? Right. Like why are we, th- if it's third and seven, why are you throwing the ball five yards? Like guys are so fast that the closing speed is going to just done. Like they're, you know what I mean? That to, to still just doesn't make sense. Um, you know, it was nice to see them, I guess you want to say, go away from all these deep shots that put us in longer third down situations until the end of the game, it felt like anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's 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 just it's frustrating. And, I and you know, like we said, too, we had 100 yards in the first half, which is like I think we would have been averaging like 96 or something. It's it's ridiculous. You know, you have this much time off, and that's your best game plan. Um, yeah. You know, and I and I I, I always want to blame Lafleur because I can't stand him, and I'm. It's hard to judge Love half the time because we don't even know. Like it's like they're not doing anything to get him in any kind of rhythm. Right. You know, he needs help. Yeah. You know, whether it's getting him under center and and keeping some easy quick passes or what, but I don't know. I don't know what to even think of. To be honest, I mean. There's some shining moments in the defense that you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like you had mentioned the short passing. So, you know, going into this game, he had one of the uh, longest, um, like, uh, yards per attempt. You know, he still so, leads the NFL and it's like nine, nine or something. Sure. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if you noticed, especially in the first half, they were attempting to get the short game started. Um, because, I mean, this is, like you said, he was 21 for 31. This is, like, one of his better completion percentage games. But a, a lot of that was, like, short passes where it's, like, greens or gimmies. Like, of course he was going to catch the ball. You know what I mean? So, I, I, it was funny. I actually laughed to myself, like, after a couple of them. I was like, oh, they must be trying to get Jordan Love's completion percentage up because that's been, like, his knock. He is the lowest completion percentage of all the quarterbacks in the league right now. So, I was like, oh, they got to they gotta get that number up. You know what I mean? And it just seemed like, you know, we were saying, hey, let's do the short passing. Like, let's get the ball in our playmakers' hands and, you know, let them 
help love, you know what I mean? And sometimes it worked, but a lot of the times it didn't. So I, I feel like it's, it, it might just be like a talent deficiency. You know, it, it's not, it's not all on Jordan love. It's not all on the receivers. I think it's like a conglomeration of uh, the team ain't good enough, you know? And I feel like the only time the offense does do well is when they have these designs. So like that fourth and two, or maybe it was fourth and one where they threw the pass to that like fourth tight end. I forget his name. Sims. Sims. Thank you. So that was a beautiful design play. I mean, they've run it a bunch of times It worked. They, they ran it with Rogers and when they have those design plays, I feel like the offense works really well, but when they're doing just these generic play calls on first and second down that they're just not getting the production that they need to, it, it's an execution thing. It, it's one thing to just call plays if they're working, but they're just not. But when they get put into these like specific situations, they're either calling these bogus plays where we're like, of course you're running AJ Dillon inside zone. All he ever does is run inside zone. Of course it's not going to work because every team knows when Dillon's running the ball, it's going to be inside zone. Or you get plays like the play to Sims where you're like, man, that was great. They needed two yards and he got three. It's like they know mathematically, like if we do this play, he will pick up three yards. So if it's fourth and two or third and two, we can use this and it will work. And that's when the offense is actually working. So it's the, it's the plays where it's like third and fourth or any down, any down in distance where it's like four more or four yards or longer. They need to have a better plan other than just getting the ball into their playmaker's hands and crossing their fingers and hoping that it works because anytime they have these design scheme plays, they work pretty well. And it, it kind of shows like, yeah, Matt LaFleur does know how to call an offense because he designs these plays and he knows when to use them. But the rest of the time it's like, yo, you need to put Jordan love in a better position, like get him some help. And Jordan love also isn't making it easier for him either. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. I, it's like, there's times when you're like, okay, good play call, good play call. And then there's times like you're just out there just calling plays for fun. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it gets, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping Luke Musgrave's okay after the concussion he probably has. Um, I hope Kareem Jackson gets suspended. That's his third hit of the year like that. Yeah, um, that was messed up. Week two, he put Logan Thomas in concussion protocol. Um, I think he's been fined like $90,000 so far this year from week. Yeah, they said that two. in the broadcast. It's crazy. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's no place for that. I, I mean, I'm not, I like when people get hit. Yeah. But like, that's just kind of shitty. So I, I agree. Um, yeah. I was watching the game with my brother and my brother's like, yo, can you stop showing it? Like, it was pretty brutal, man. Like normally it's like one of those things where like, you know, it was a horrible play and somebody gets hurt and they like, they, they don't want to show it anymore. And they like just kept showing it and showing it and showing it. And I was like, yo, this is, this is pretty brutal, man. Like, I don't know why they kept showing it. It's not like they needed to justify the, the, him getting removed. Well, Gene Serator didn't think he needed to be object, ejected for it, but he also said that the Romeo Dobbs touchdown wasn't a touchdown. So true story. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense just because it's not like, down I, first I, just think, I think he doesn't like the Packers. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there were a couple of bright spots in this game. Um, the, the trick play with Dontavian Wicks. Yep. That was cool. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about when they have stuff, when they design some of these cool plays and they work, which, you know, there were a couple in the beginning of the year that didn't like, you know, that Falcons game uh, where they had the, that trick play and it, 
It, it just went horrible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for the most part, like if they have these really cool play designs, like Aaron Jones is wide open, man. It, that was a great play call. Um, cause it worked, <laughs> I guess that's, you know, that's how it goes. Um, and you know, like you said, AJ Dillon had a, a good game. I feel like he's on an upward trajectory right now, which is kind of nice. Um, he broke out a couple like really nice long runs, which, you know, he typically doesn't do, you know, like he's usually more like the bruiser back where he'll average like three to four yards a carry because he's getting anywhere from five to six or one to two. You know, he's not yeah. really known for those explosive plays like Aaron Jones. Um, I don't know why Aaron Jones only got eight carries. Uh, obviously, he was a bigger part of the plan. Um, I know that they were utilizing Emmanuel Wilson a little bit more, which is fine. Emmanuel Wilson um, proves he's an NFL running back with the limited carries that he had today. I thought he looked pretty good. He did. Um, he looked good. He, he does. And I know and I understand that you can only get the ball to so many players with so many plays, you know, like. He had 31 pass attempts, but how is Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs not a bigger part of the game plan going into this? It's not, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I was, I was counting. There's, there was 10 receivers that caught passes today. Right. And yeah. it's like all these guys and I get it. We we're spreading the ball out and I understand that, but it's like, like you said, it's the same thing as like when you look at like the games where Devonte Adams out in Vegas gets like three targets. It's like, what, is, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, and everybody's calling for him to be fired or a lot of people, I should say, are calling for yeah. him to be fired. Um, when Devontae Adams was on our team, he got like 14 targets a game yeah. because he deserved it and he was really good. But yeah, we don't have him anymore, but we do have Christian Watson. We do have Romeo Dobbs. They should be getting minimum five catches a game. Now, I, I good. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I need to look it up to see like, I feel like they're like these guys are getting pulled off. He's like taking guys off the field like all the time. You know what I mean? It's like we're all in the field. Now we're off the field. You're all in the field, off the field. Like it's just like leave these guys out there. Right. Like it, it's not like you're, you know, I, I'm not trying to say leave Aaron Jones out there and let him get 20, 12 carries in a row. Like, you know what I mean? But like you, you're taking your receivers off every other play, you know, and then you put three tight ends out there. And it's like nobody, you know, you can't, can't get anybody in a damn rhythm. You know, and, and young players need that. Hell, everybody needs that. This whole team needs it. Well, excuse yeah. me, the whole offense needs it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird when Luke Musgrave leads the team in, in catches. Not not nothing against Luke Musgrave, but we still have Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs in some of these games, he's caught like he had nine catches a couple of weeks ago. And he's productive. He he catches the ball. He he's he's quick. That that one screen pass to him. Me and my brother were watching the game. We we're like, oh, that play's getting blown up. And he ended up running for like nine, 10 yards. It's because yeah. he's quick. He's got that quick twitch that a tight end just doesn't have. So I, I I understand liking Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave has shown that he's probably going to break that rookie catches record for a tight end. Um, and he he's a proven to be a pretty good tight end so far yeah but he's not quick like christian watson or romeo dobbs if you're going to do this short game stuff get it to your fast players so they can shift or juke or you know boogie a little and get free and create some yardage yeah yeah it's i don't know i don't know if, if, if the guys are just if they're not open or what it is but i find yeah. it hard to believe that they only you know you're only giving these guys five targets you know and and I, and you know, I assume with whether Watson or Dobbs, like, so they both had five targets. Um, Dobbs had two catches, Watson has three. Like, 
those five targets, I would imagine probably the two of them weren't probably even catchable or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, we can go ahead and talk about it now. That interception love through. Yeah. At yeah the end of the game. I'm not sure what he was doing. Um, I know he didn't see that safety, I guess. But when you watch the tape, Dobbs is open at the sticks. Dylan like, was open too. Dylan was open. Like you, you threw like a Hail Mary, like the clock was at zero. Right. It wasn't fourth down. No. You know what I mean? Like it was third down, you know? I, I just, I, I didn't understand it. There was still plenty of time. Um, they had a timeout. I, so this leads me to the, the thing I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks. It seems like ever since week one, he's just been like, because week one, he played spectacular. You know what I mean? Um, it just seems like every week he's kind of regressing more and more. And I, I think that some of it could be confidence. I think maybe more of it is teams getting tape on him and learning how to play against him and learning his tendencies and stuff like that, which, which happens, you know what I mean? Like Patrick Mahomes came out in his first year and threw for like 50 touchdowns and he was incredible. And he only really recreated it like one more time, you know, throughout his entire career because people learned how to play against him and they have tape on him and, and he's had to completely change his game, obviously, because you don't want to stay the same. You should always be evolving. You should always be trying to get better or whatever. But the, my problem with Jordan Love is so the inaccurate throws. So some of these throws, especially you saw it a lot in the New Orleans game and you saw it in this game as well. Some of these passes, he should be leading his receiver, but he's not. He's he's throwing behind them like a lot. So the problem with this is like you saw on the, the touchdown pass to Jaden, it was attempted to be the Romeo Dobbs, but Jaden Reed luckily caught it on a tip ball. Like that game, it shouldn't have been as close as it was, you know, that was pure luck play. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be glad that it was a one point game or a two point game yeah. because that touchdown shouldn't have been a touchdown. You know what I mean? it's it wasn't a well-run offensive play it wasn't designed well or maybe it was designed well but he threw it behind Dobbs again and that played a Christian Watson so the, here's my problem with this he keeps throwing his receivers into bad positions and he's going to get one of his receivers hurt Rodgers used to talk about this all the time that he would intentionally throw the ball away if he couldn't make a throw that wouldn't protect his receiver and he he talked about it a lot earlier in his career that it was something that he had to learn and overcome. So maybe after the, well. after the Jermichael Finley thing, that kind of, sure. that did it. Yeah. I mean, and there was a ton of passes to Greg Jennings in, in the early part of his career too, where Jennings would just get lit up and you're like, man, he's going to get hurt one of these days. And that's, that's, I've been seeing a lot of those over the last couple of weeks of him throwing, putting these throws into, yeah. Did they make the catch? Sure. But sometimes they don't. And it's even worse to get hurt on a play where you don't even catch the ball. You know, like, we're lucky that like Watson, Watson tonight. Yeah, exactly. Watson had to get up off the field. I have to kudos to Watson. I mean, the dude's tough. He tried to get up off the field so that way they didn't have to burn a timeout, like an injury timeout. And as soon as he was off the field, he literally fell down. And because like you could tell, he was like, I bet if I get off the field quick enough, they won't burn a timeout. Yeah. And then as soon as he got off the field, just doubled over in pain and laid on his back. I'm like, that should have never happened. You know what I mean? It was a poor throw. He put Watson into a bad situation and Watson's just doing his best to make a play. So that's one of the main problems I have yeah. with Luck right now. Even on that Dobbs touchdown, like 
he's got to lead him more. Like Sertan wouldn't have had a chance yeah. on that ball. I mean, Sertan made an awesome play. That that was awesome. He did. He, like, did. he is one of the best in the league too. Like I yeah. get that, but it's like he's like short arm and throws, or I don't know what it is. Um, and I I also think like that play that Reed scored the touchdown on, like. Where I'm trying to think who the linebacker was that like jumped up to made love double clutch. Like, are they in practice? Like, it's like, does LaFleur have like, are they just every play works great every time? Like, is there ever any like resistance? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how, it, how if I'm saying that, if that makes sense or not, but like, you know, like when you practice things and everything goes right every single time, you're never going to like think what I need to do when we're actually in the game because it's not going to go right every single time. So you just made an interesting point. We're assuming that when they're practicing, everything's going right. What yeah. if it's not? Yeah. What if, Maybe I mean, it's like we're not there, you know, the practices aren't available to the public. You know, we don't know how well this offensive game plan is going week to week. I mean, he could be just as frustrated with love as we are, you know, um, yeah. because it's not just the the not leading his passers. It's not the in, it's not just the inaccurate throws. It's also the decision making on some of these deep balls. I mean, we've said it in episodes in the past that he's just chucking them up there, and I think it's just sometimes because he's like literally doing like a hail mary. He's like, well, maybe if I do it, it it could work. But a lot of the times they're in double coverage, triple coverage, or he's not looking the safety off, or he's floating it where it's like it's in the air for so long. It gives everybody time to adjust to it. That safety came from the other side of the field to to make a play on it. And he made a great play. But my problem is Jordan Love is making a lot of these DBs look like great players. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like there's all these passes defense because he's just not putting it in a good spot for the receiver to to make a play against a corner. You know, these corners, it's not like college. You know, there's not going to be so much separation in the NFL. And he needs to do a better job of when he throws these passes to put it in a window where only his receiver can get to it. Yeah, throw guys open. You got the anticipation. You know what I mean? And and when the guy's – you got to throw it when the guy's not there. I I mean, I don't know how many videos they you watch of, of good quarterbacks, whether it's, you know, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Rogers, whoever, like, you know, you watch them throw this ball across the field and you're like, who the hell's even, and then all of a sudden there's a guy there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that, and I'm not saying I could do that because I can't, but no. that's what they're here for. So, sure. you know, like, but you watch it, like, that's what has to be there. And yeah. I don't know. It just seems like those, the, the anticipation's gone. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Cause he did have some anticipatory throws. Like I remember there's a very good one in the bears game. Yeah. where he threw it before the the receiver even started making his cut. And I was like, damn, like he knew exactly where that receiver was going to be. And that was an excellent play. But like I said earlier, I feel like he's just regressing uh, ever since the beginning of the season. It's just like every week. Um, and I, I, I feel like, you know, we're shitting on him a lot. You know what I mean? There are some things he's doing well. Like I said, incorporating the run game. If we do that a little bit more, it could open up the pass game and it could help make lanes available to him by having a spy on him. That's one less player out in these. Cause like they're not rushing him. You know, the, the offensive line hasn't been playing spectacularly well where they have to blitz Jordan. Oh, the, offense, the offensive line's been shit. I mean, yeah, a lot of so they, do. they don't need oh, that to false blitz. start by the way on Josh Myers was not a false start. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah, that was that was bogus. That that was that was a bummer. Um, yeah, there was there was a couple penalties where yeah, it could have changed the course of the game, but that's any game, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but the the one other thing I wanted to mention was the defense has been playing well. Um, this is not like Rodgers in 2008, where the defense was the reason that they were losing games. Rodgers was playing well enough to win and stuff like that. Like it's the opposite this year. Like the defense is playing well enough to win. Like even if you think back, like this is the same team that lost 70 to 20, right? The Miami Dolphins have a good defense. Do you agree? No. You don't think they do? I don't think so. Miami? I don't think their defense is good. Better than the Packers? No. Meh. Okay. Mm. I don't know. Some Chubb. Wilkins. I, I, some, some, I, I think they're, they're, they're past the past defense is very suspect. I think their, their front's good. Yeah. But that, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think they're that good of a defense. Right. Their offense well, is the point, the point wild. I'm trying to make is they allowed the Broncos to score 20 points yep. in, in a disaster game. Right. Yeah. We yep. only allowed them to score 19. So, yeah. If, if our defense allows a team to score 19 points, we should score at least 20. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. The no, average score of a game is 23-20, right? Like that's what they always anticipate a, a game should be. That's like the average score yeah. or the most common score of an NFL game. So if your defense keeps them under 20 points, you should expect to win. Um, and there's been a lot of games this year where the Packers have kept them under 20 points and they've lost. Yeah. I mean, I know I should, I should on the defense every week because they can't stop the run, but like they put the clamps on them come red zone. Yep. Uh, I mean, they, the defense has done well, yeah. um, you know, with, with injuries, I don't know, hopefully Devontae Wyatt's okay. Um, and they said he had a knee injury. He was questionable coming into the game. It's like, what, what did you guys do in the off in the bye week Like, were you guys out like doing the Oklahoma drill, like just hit the shit out of each other? Like what? what yeah, they, they went mountain climbing. I guess. I don't know. Like a little team building or something, but um, yeah. You know that so <laughs> I, I said the defense has played better than they I feel like they're better this year than they were last year. Um, I agree as the whole unit. Yes, um, Rasul Douglas, especially. He's oh, having yeah. like a career year. Like, yeah, he doesn't have the interceptions that he has that first year. I think I think he only has what one so far, but I mean it's we're not still not even at the halfway point. Yeah. Rasul Douglas, just all around, has probably been the best player on our defense this year. Yeah. He's yeah, remarkable. He he tackled, and that's another thing. The defense has been missing tackles all year, and that's really one of the reasons why the run game has been so atrocious. They're they're trying to tackle high a lot, and I, I don't understand that, you know. But Rasul, I mean, Rasul is a tackling machine. He yeah. tackles well. He hardly ever misses. Even that one touchdown that Cortland Sutton had, it was technically against Rasul. There was nothing he could do. There was nothing he could do. And yeah. if you saw, he turned around and he was like mad at the other corner. And he's he's right to do so. Like when they were crossing like that, he should have handed off the other receiver to him, you yeah. know, and followed Sutton. So that's why he got mad because he just allowed that receiver to basically run into him instead of passing him off to Rasul. So like Rasul didn't do anything really wrong on that play. And I just I don't know. It, it was one of those things coming into the year. Like I knew Rasul was probably going to be pretty good. Um, I, I just didn't expect Jair to be what he is this year and that Rasul would be our, he's playing like CB one this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, Isaiah McDuff actually led the team in tackles. They have 10 tackles. So he's been a, yeah. a bright spot for um, 
Devondre. So I, I always like McDuffie coming out of Boston College. You know, he's been a big special yeah. teamer guy. So, um, you know, he's played well. But, but yeah, there, there has been some some good stuff, some here and there. But it's just it's hard to get a good judge on things when I don't know. It, you know, like there's so many things going wrong. You know, but yeah, I uh, think what they need to do because obviously, like. It's tough because like as an offensive play caller, you don't want to do all of your special plays in the beginning of the year because then it's on tape. And if you want to do it again later in the year, the team, you know, the team's already going to have seen it before because they studied your tape from the previous games. But like we already know that this this year is supposed to be an evaluation year. So I feel like they should be in their bag doing all this cool stuff, you know, to see how well Jordan can 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 handle it. You know what I mean? Because running AJ Dillon inside zone 10 times a game is like, I'm if I had hair, I would be pulling it out, bro. Yeah. I, I just, I can't, I can't stand it anymore. It, we, yes. He's probably not as great running outside the tackles, but like everybody knows what's coming when he gets the ball, it's going to be inside every single time. All they have to do is condense the front and move the linebackers up and they're going to stop him every time. It's so obvious yeah. So like they just they need to change some things up because uh, running just the same old stuff every single time. It's why the reason it's one of the reasons why the offense lo- looks so stagnant. Um, and it's just poor execution. Um, it, it's a talent. It's a talent thing. They don't have the horses. And I know this is supposed to be an evaluation year. But so far, uh, the evaluation is they need help on offense like this unit ain't it. Now, obviously, not- there's still so much to play for the rest of the year. But so far, it's been looking pretty grim. And it's not just like one thing on offense. It's like the line sucks. The skill position guys need help. Like it, it's everything. You know what I mean? It's it, yeah. like you said earlier, it's just like talent deficiency issues. I mean, but um, yeah, before we get on to the week eight matchup, um, if you would like to support the team in the show, which we would appreciate. And if you already do, thanks so much. But uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash towards titles. Uh, we have six different tiers right now. Um, that giveaway I talked about earlier with the Yeti cooler. If you are a Patreon member, you can actually get three entries, I believe, into the giveaway. So check that out. Um, hit me up. Check out our Twitter. That's where it's all posted right now. The um, you know subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join Gilded. There's a couple other things you got to do um, to get an entry for that. Um, but yeah, we would appreciate the uh, support. So thanks again if you already are one, and if not, uh, yeah, please check it out. Um, so moving on week eight, we will play the Vikings at home. We actually open right now as one and a half point favorites, um, which I guess that's just because they, I don't know. The Vikings didn't look very good against the bears. Uh, and they won, but I, I mean, the Vikings defense isn't good. The one thing is, I think, I believe they, they're like the second or third highest pressure, like blitz wise, they blitz a lot. That's not going to be good um for our offensive line issues so um that makes me nervous uh justin jefferson being gone is very helpful um yep. the other thing that's very helpful is the vikings can't run worth a shit so i would imagine they probably will run very well against us every team always does <laughs> yeah, i was texting a buddy of mine abe and i was like you know the thing that like is frustrating and it's not just this season it feels like you know you talk about like having like a, a get right game. Like we thought this would be, oh, um, yeah. against it was Broncos, be bad defense and it wasn't, 
it seems like we're a, a get-right game for everybody. Even last year, regardless of the outcome, whether the games we won, we lost, you know, you go in – I'm trying to think of an example I had, um, and I can't remember now, but, you know, going into like, oh, this team, they, they're they they're really – their pass defense is bad or their run defense is bad or blah, blah, blah. We get there. Their, their defense looks like the 85 Bears. It's like, right. you know, we can't do shit against them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there'd be games we'd still win. But – it feels like we're that team now that oh, like yeah. whatever, and it's not, not because our offense is bad. I'm just saying like whatever their weakness is, it seems like when we play them, it's not a weakness. Um, yeah. And I don't know what causes that. Maybe I'm just overreacting, but that's how it feels. No, you're right. It was actually something I've noticed about the Packers um, dating back really a couple of years is they, they've always played up or down to their competition yes. unless it's the bears. So like all these teams like, all right. So for instance, like the Raiders game last week, or excuse me, two weeks ago, but the last time that they played, they played down to their competition. Um, it, it's the, the Raiders are not a good team. Um, they just lost very badly to the bears today, you know, and it, it just kind of shows it's like, all right, so are the Packers on the downswing and the bears on the upswing? Because it's starting to look right now that like the bears might actually oh, finish with more wins than the Packers. The bears year. look like the best team in the NFC North today. Yeah, well, the Lions. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was. Woo. They got. It was not great. <laughs> they got. The, they got. They, they got their teeth kicked in by the Ravens. Yeah, MVP you know, Lamar Jackson. I'm just so. letting you know that now. Yeah, I don't think that's a sign of things to come for the Lions. Uh, I think the Lions are still going to win the, the NFC North, but yeah. yeah, I mean, if if you look at like the flow of some teams throughout the throughout the season, it just seems like the Bears are starting to get things together now uh which yeah. after that fire sale of a start that they had at the beginning of the year it was just a disaster every single week i mean they have played and i and it makes it sucks to say this when they played the broncos because we just played the broncos and looked like dog shit but they played the commanders whose their defense sucks um so they looked really good against the commanders and then the raiders i i, I expected the game to be closer than it was um yeah. i don't like I said, they're just, I don't know. Maybe it's the same, like you said, it, it makes you wonder, uh, you know, like they're playing up and down their competition, the other teams or whatever. Um, I mean, we'll see when we play them. And was it, it's later, it's December. I think we play the Bears again, but. Um, yeah, last game. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where, what to think if, like you said, I, I mean, I feel like we're trending in the wrong direction. Um, oh, for sure. Since that since the game against the saints that we won, I'm not sure how we won that game to be honest, but yeah. um, you know, the pass interference penalties helped us, but. Um, and yeah, we get a lot of help with that too. I, I hate to admit it, but like, it no. seems like anytime this offense gets a spark, it's because they get, they have some penalty against like a pass. Um, Defensive holding, holding or, or pass interference call. I mean, we've seen it in almost every single game so far that the, it's been one of the major parts of this offense is receiving penalties. That's, what I feel like, that's why he likes throwing that deep ball. It's like, he thinks he's going to get a penalty every time. Right. 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 So, but uh, go, go talking about next week, you know, with the Vikings, I mean, we have the same amount of wins as the Vikings and the Vikings are, I mean, they, they call it a competitive rebuild. They're tanking, you know, they are. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I, I think if they lose to the Vikings next week, it's uh I'm going to be full blown um, mock drafts for the rest of the year. Just 
you know, seeing what, what position we're set to pick in each week and, and start picking out my players that I want us to draft next year, because it, it, it's one thing to lose to the Broncos, but if we lose to the Broncos and Vikings back to back um, after coming off of a bye, that's grim. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens next Sunday, but um, I don't have much faith in him. Uh, I just, the play calling has been abysmal and the, the, the playing hasn't been much better. So. Right. And that's what it is. It's it's not just one thing. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not like, oh, just get Aaron Jones the ball more. Or like, no, it's like there's a lot of things not going well, yeah. you know? And and LaFleur, like he had a whole, what, two weeks, and then they came out and they had a slow start again in the first half. Like the first half is supposed to be the easy part. Everything is designed. They have a script for how they want to run the offense. And that's the hardest part for this team is running the script. They can't do it. But then all of a sudden they come out in the third third quarter and magically they look like a different team again. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. I his script must just say three and out or something. <laughs> so. It's a pretty short script. <laughs> yeah. It just it's a little three by five note card actually. It says three and out. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um okay. I don't got anything else like so I'm just kind of disappointed. Uh um, sure. Yeah, every like you said in the beginning, every week you feel like it's hard to not be excited. You know, it's hard to go into a game and being like, yeah, like obviously we have a chance, you know, and then going in and then you watch it and you're like, oh, man, why did I think that we had a chance? You know what I mean? It's tough. It's it's a weird year to be a Packers fan. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I, I, you know, like I said, we don't even get into it. You know, it is what it is, but it's just kind of it's just weird. So uh, I'm hoping that. Something something happens. Um, I mean, I I just fire him. Let football rich be the head coach. He took the Raiders to the playoffs, so um, he did. You know why not? Why not? I have a question. If if they did let Lafleur go, who would you want to either be the head coach or the offensive coordinator if you wanted Rich to be the head coach? Mm. I don't even know right now. I, there's just. Maybe. Maybe that would be a good thing to bring up next week, especially if they lose to the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. I, I just right, there's a lot of, and I, I talked about it on our Wednesday night show. There's just a lot of bad coaching. Um, it's just sure. like the situational awareness seems to not be a thing um, yeah. in the NFL for a lot of teams. So uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'd want to go with that. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm if anymore. I almost I like the old guys. You know, I like I like well, I love Mike Tomlin. Um, sure. You know, but like, you know, Mike McCarthy, I know people hated him in Green Bay, but. See, I, I think I don't think a lot of people hated him in Green Bay. I think they they started to turn on him toward the end. Yeah, because oh, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I guess. Sorry. I mean, if for the early part of the 2010s, they were like an unstoppable offense. You know what I mean? Like he was being praised as like one of the best offensive minds in, in football. You know, but then the offense got stale. He wasn't changing with the times. Everybody knew what they were running. You know, the play calling got stagnant and it just, it, they needed a change. They needed a spark. So, I, I mean, look at Dallas. Dallas has had a prolific offense year after year after year with him being the head coach there. Now I know this is only his first year calling the plays down there, but he is an offensive minded head coach. I'm sure he had a lot of involvement in the offense down there. We don't um, we we don't have time for me to get going on Kellen Moore right now. If you want to hear sure. more of that, listen on Wednesday nights. I really tear that guy apart. Him and Brandon Staley. That's like a weekly thing. We just rip hey, on those guys. 
we get to talk about that in a month, actually, because the oh, yeah. Chargers at Packers. Hey, so we have, we have a chance to win that game. Brandon Staley loves to lose football games. So oh, yeah. We got a chance there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Check us out. Uh, Toadstyles.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter as well. Uh, you can find the show there. You can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Dirt19. You can find Bobby at Bobby A. Winner. Um, hit the like and subscribe button and give us a five-star review on Apple. We would appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you all next week, hopefully after a big dub against the Vikings. Yep. Have a good week. Thanks, y'all. Go Pack Go. That's right.